Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Paige. My name is Brian. And this is our podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Including how I felt when I was being born. Okay, well, moving on. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. The holidays are right around the corner. They're right here. That's true. And then for anyone who's listening who's not from the States, they will not be celebrating tomorrow. So happy holidays, I guess. Yeah, happy holidays. You know, whatever you celebrate, whether it be Thanksgiving or just a normal regular fall day. That's true. And then this year is going to be super different in the States. Oh, yes. COVID-19 really did change everything. And especially every single holiday that we've had since quarantine. Halloween, except for where it was celebrated, was basically canceled. Um, There were no trick. I didn't see any trick-or-treaters this year in my neighborhood. You did? No, not at all. Huh. Um, there were a few that apparently came up to my house. Yeah. The theme parks definitely kept it running, though. Well, Disney didn't, but I know Universal. They had um, Horror Nights. They had the two houses that we went to go visit. Yeah, only they were only during the dirt, the daytime. Right, and then and they only had the third one on that last holiday. Yeah. On the last weekend. I'm so, I mean. so, I'm so sad that we missed it. It was the Beetlejuice house right. that they had for only a weekend. Yeah, it was uh-huh. only like two or three days. Um, SeaWorld definitely still had the holidays. Yeah, they had a spectacular. Tr- yeah, they had the trick or treat. They had the trick or treat trail. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, they have one um, already started for um, Christmas. They yeah. have the Christmas trail. Yeah, the park in Orlando started just a week later. The park in uh, San Diego, um, the day Halloween ended, they started Christmas to be able to stay open through the state. That's crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like everyone's already skipping over Thanksgiving, and it doesn't really feel like the holidays, especially after everything that we've been through this year. Right, and I mean, I feel like so much of the holidays is people come over, and you you spend time with family you haven't seen, and this year you can't do that, right? You can't have too many people at home, and traveling is so much more difficult and expensive than it has been. Yeah, no, my grandma, she lives in uh, Baltimore. She lives in Maryland. Um, Yeah, no, she usually flies in every single day, or... uh, not every day. Every day. Uh, every <laughs> every Thanksgiving. She comes in on Thanksgiving night, and she kind of just, you know, we save a plate for her, because she comes late in the, uh, like, afternoon type. And uh, this year, she just, she couldn't make it out. She couldn't. And I feel so sad, you know, because we haven't seen her. She was supposed to come in for my sister's graduation, and by the way, that didn't happen this year. She, it was just, it was an entirely different setup that they had. Mm-hmm. They just walked across the stage and grabbed her diploma and just out the door. It was like a big, huge, long line. And just they sh- they didn't even, I don't even think they shook hands yeah, with school, anybody. Yeah, graduation was different. School changed a lot this year. We definitely moved more to the online format. Um, yeah, the holidays, I mean, this year just hasn't been the same. Uh, at basically, all. at least like in the hospitality uh, department, which is where we both work in that industry, yeah. we all got a three month vacation. Um, a lot of people are in, still on vacation. They are very much on still vacation. Um, Disney laid off, what, 5,000 people? Uh, not Disney, I'm sorry, SeaWorld. Disney's laid off probably almost 40,000 cast just members by now. went like through another round of right. layoffs they again. Did. I want to say it was like 10,000 initially. They just did 28. That was the performers, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, they just laid off, I think, like another 10K then from um, entertainment. Because they laid off like 10,000 in the beginning. Yeah, I know. Back. Some of my favorite shows, they're no longer doing it. Like yeah. uh, the Finding Nemo show the with the live action, mm-hmm. Glow in the Dark, 
That was one of my favorite attractions. I don't remember seeing that show actually. Really? Yeah, I don't. Th- I, don't I believe think it was in. It. It's in Epcot or Animal Kingdom. I want to see it was an two. animal. A lot of their shows were an animal. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, they had uh, the Lion King. Mm-hmm. The Lion King festival. They had it's festival tough to be a of the bug. Lion King. Yes, tough to be a bug is gone. Wait, really? Yeah, because remember that was a live action, so they like gutted that show. As far as it's I know, it's not they a did. live action. Oh, was it not? Oh, maybe that's not gone then. Uh, but I know a whole bunch of their live shows are just completely gone. Uh, but some of them are coming back due to popular demand. Uh, guests have been like freaking out, so they have about Beauty and the Beast live. Beauty and the Beast live, yeah, that one was taken down. Yeah, no, a lot of people were you know furious about that one. Yeah. But yeah. Fantasmic. I don't um, know if they canceled Fantasmic. I don't know if they did. Actually, it actually runs late, and it has to do with fireworks. So I don't think. I, yeah, I doubt they have it. I Just because, like, I mean, Disney doesn't have fireworks yet. They're going to be bringing them back, but they don't have them yet. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The only uh, park that really did fireworks this year, up until this point, is um, is SeaWorld, didn't they? Yeah, they were the only ones that Fourth of July. Uh, they did them basically the entire summer. Uh, they did their Electric Ocean, the remix. Oh, really? How, how then, remix was it? It was pretty good. I mean, it was a lot shorter. It's pretty good. And then, uh, and now they're, they're still doing fireworks for the Winter Wonderland on Ice, their ice skating show that they do every winter, which is a fan favorite. Um, oh, they do really? have, they have a, yeah, they have a small fireworks section that plays, I want to say at the end of the show. I haven't seen it yet this year, but I know they have fireworks in it. So. Hmm, interesting. I wonder mm-hmm. if it's a similar to last year's. I did go and I did see the last year's show. I'm... I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure if it's the same. Um, but it, yeah. they should be pretty busy um, for the holidays this year, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's going to be pretty busy this... this Especially, like, tomorrow, probably. Just because, I mean, it's a theme park. It's um, up to the capacity? I heard a theme park opened uh, up to, like, a different... Like, a bigger capacity. I think Disney's adding more... Reser- I think it was Disney... They added a higher like reservation count for higher like park capacity, but I'm not too right, sure. Right. I don't know yet. I know Universal hasn't been doing any reservations, so they're first come first serve. So you can kind of just show up, hope for the best. That's very interesting. It feels like they're the only parks that hasn't done that or that hasn't I have no idea. jumped I on the bandwagon of reservation only. I'm not sure. I'm not sure really what they're going for or like how other parks are doing. Um, like how, I guess if any Six Flags parks are open. Um, how they've been right. responding. Dolly, there's Dollywood, there's Cedar Fair Parks that would have been open this summer if they did open. Bush um, Gardens is open. Bush, but I think well, that's all SeaWorld. So oh, they, right. Yeah, They're under be, the same company. And they okay. are doing reservations. I just don't know how like other companies would be handling, like navigating this. Um, right. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough act to follow when I feel like a lot of the companies were just like in the, in the good. Everything was doing just fine and all of a sudden boom the The pandemic hit yeah hospitality was up and it was doing really well um and even like from stocks from what i remember i mean disney was doing fantastic Uh, you know they were pulling in huge amounts of revenue especially now like you know they're all the parks were pushing rides right Mm -hmm. universal was working on at the time the unannounced velocicoaster SeaWorld was was getting ready to release icebreaker the week before the week after we closed um, Disney's working on Guardians of the Galaxy, Ratatouille. Um, I'm working very on excited for Ratatouille. Yeah. I don't understand why. I've seen, if it's anywhere near like what I've seen, the other ride that's in Disney France mm-hmm. or Disney yeah, Paris. I've only seen still, like, still shots of it. It looks pretty cool. 
I know not too long ago, Disney Parks, the official, like, TikTok account, released mm. a video of a construction worker, like, rapping inside the construction area for Ratatouille. It's really interesting. And it was there, um, like, if I'm not mistaken, like, the quote-unquote audition for the Ratatouille musical that's being produced on TikTok. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, you can actually see parts of the ride floor and, like, parts of scenery that have already been placed inside. It looks pretty good. Um, it looks really good. I'll have to show you later what that okay, looks like. Okay, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know... It's interesting also because we have not seen anything from Icebreaker. Like, I've been trying to keep up with it because it looks interesting after I've ridden Tigris from Bush Gardens Tampa. Well, they actually, so on the Passholder page uh, for SeaWorld, they actually released photos of the tracks, the tracks, the trains on the track in the station. Really? So they're, pro- they're probably gearing up for a pull through test in these next couple of weeks. And, um,. Velocicoaster just started testing yes, for theirs. Yeah, Velocicoaster just started moving trains through at a regular pace. And then SeaWorld actually released a virtual POV of Icebreaker what? this past week. Um, I went and saw that when it dropped, so that was pretty cool. It looks really cool. It looks really good for I sure. I mean, if it's still available for, you know, able yeah, to be just, watched. Yeah, you just have to go on their uh, Instagram page. It's on Instagram. It's a real. Okay, then I'll definitely have to check that out. And you guys can too, if you guys feel compelled to do so. Right, if you like coasters, definitely check it out. It looks really cool. We're big um, fans. Yeah, ourselves. we're big coaster people. I feel like that'll also be a running theme. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, the different coasters and happenings, but it looks really good. Um, I think it. I think it looks pretty cool. It's really intriguing to see it. I'm excited to see the real life POV, but they haven't even done their pull through that. Their pull through test, so we don't know what's. No, gonna be we like haven't yet. talked about Iron Gwazi. Iron Gwazi is gonna be awesome. They just did their POV. Uh, came out like a couple weeks ago. It looks fantastic. I'm so excited to get that to see that ride opened up. And um, you have been like looking forward to this specific coaster for what seems like an almost a whole year. It has been almost a year. They were gonna open at the same time as Icebreaker. Remember, we were gonna go, but then oh. since the parks closed down for three months, uh, we ended up not being able to. So you know now we're kind of just waiting for a just new a Iron Wazi. Yeah, for a new ride, which is what I want. The people want Iron Gwazi, okay? They really do. Honestly, I'm one of those people that really, really want Iron Gwazi. I Gwazi. cannot wait. Also, it makes me a little nervous because it's a... It's, oh, it's a, a hybrid steel wood. I mean, so have you really seen cool. that thing? It's it, crazy. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it used to just be a wooden coaster, so you'd feel all the shake. At least now, if it's probably a little more stable, right? Because it has yeah. the steel track. It's on a steel track. So, and steel support. So it's more stable. If I can do Falcon's Fury, I think... Yeah, I no, think if you can do a ride like Falcon's Fury, you could probably... At night as well. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, one of the attractions that I did visit um, this year that really, you know, they did excellent with is um, a Hollow Scream at Bush Gardens Tampa. Mm. I did that this year. Did they have any houses? They did not. Wait. I'm pretty sure they didn't have any houses, but they did... No, they did not. They had outdoor houses, which were basically, like, the scare zones that they had in, um, like, at Halloween Horror Nights every year, but they called it, like, outdoor houses. It was a little bit more enclosed. They also had, um, specific scare zones as well, so it gets a little different. They, um, had little different areas. The one thing that I do have to complain about is... Not everyone was wearing their mask, and it didn't seem like a lot of people were doing anything about it. And it seemed like the park was just packed. Like, there were too many people there. Well, yeah, to the point I mean, where I wanted to leave. Well, the whole, like, effect of Hollow Scream this year was really the scare zones, right? That's really what they were touting. 
So I feel like you would see a lot more people out in the pathways if they want to see scare zones. The only thing giving them that that fear at the time. Universal didn't announce anything over uh, a house yet. They didn't say anything until like like a couple days before they opened. So really, that's all people had to look forward to in Central Florida because it's not like up north where you get like the the maze fields and the haunted houses and stuff. Um, it's just that. So I feel it's like it was very different. Things. It's one of those things that you really can't do much about. It seems like it's hard to keep up with the, uh, you know, I'm not knocking any anti-maskers, but like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Right. And it's hard to keep up with those different things. Like I see all over just like how many people have been catching cases of COVID-19. And if we're going to battle it and still keep up with, you know, having fun at theme parks, I think that we all need to do our part. Right, and no, I agree. But yeah, enough about theme parks. Let's switch back to Thanksgiving, go Thanksgiving, back to the holidays. Yes. Kind of get back on track because we're about 12 minutes off track here. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, yeah, it's going to be super different. You know what I love about Thanksgiving? Hmm. Traditions. Fox. Family traditions that just make Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. And... Maybe some of the stuff that, you know, are traditional for you guys are going to make this year feel a little bit more like a regular Thanksgiving. So Hopefully. do you have any traditions that you do? Um, well, my big thing is we always decorate the interior of the house on Thanksgiving Day. We always do the exterior a little earlier just because it takes longer. And, you know, we don't want to spend all day outside in the mud and grit trying to oh, put yeah. together like a wreath, you know? Um, yeah. Singular wreath. Uh, just one singular wreath. It's six inches in diameter. <laughs> um, it takes all day it takes all day the entire day um we usually do the christmas tree and then my dad has a little like nativity set which oh, you saw last year i did and um it's like a ceramic one and so he puts it out every year we just don't put out baby jesus we do it uh christmas eve so that's our that's wonderful that's our big trend uh tradition is uh doing that what are you guys do you guys have any you oh. guys have any oh my gosh i can't speak today you're okay. Um, yeah, I actually do. So right after the food has all been made, because like during the entire during the entire day, um, most of us are just cooking, cleaning, all that stuff. When people start arrive, we're still cooking. We're still finishing little stuff together, including me. Every year, I wa- I get up and I am never on time for the Macy's Day. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm always early, and I'm like, why is it not happening right now? Macy's Day Parade is going to be super different this year. Yeah. Well, the, they, I uh, mean, just announced that there's not going to be any spectators on the side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're still going to have performers and stuff, but no spectators. I feel like it's going to really change the atmosphere of the parade. I feel like one of the big things is always, you see all those people around it. It kind of makes it feel full. Um, it makes it feel watched, right? But like without having any spectators, I feel like it'll feel really empty, if anything. Yeah. Be really different. Be a different, like, energy, I feel like. I feel like, too. Especially when you have the schools performing the Rockettes. Hopefully it'll be somewhat the same. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to be wearing masks on TV? Or They're probably going to have to. I mean, if they still... Well, I don't know how it would affect, like, school bands. But, like, That's what it, I'm saying. Right. Yeah. If you have, like, the Rockettes, they're definitely going to have um, masks on. You know, like, groups like that that are mainly for dancing. The floats. Oh, yeah. Which I feel like will be good for them. It's cold. You get to cover your face up. Oh, yeah. Is it? How cold is it this year? I have no idea how cold it's going to be tomorrow. Um, Let me check. But also, like, it'll also be easier for the performers. Technically, I'm not saying they will be lip syncing, but they don't have to actually sing. That is very true. That is very, very true. But, um, 
going off of that, usually I while I watch the Macy's Day Parade Ooh, or Thanksgiving. Um, how cold is it going to be? Uh, it's going to high of sixty three, low fifty one. It looks like there's an eighty percent chance of rain tomorrow. All right, so, weatherman Brian. <laughs> it's going to be pretty rough, uh, pretty rainy, cold rain tomorrow. Can we get you a green screen and like a pointer? <sighs> yeah, I'll be like hello. Put you in a suit. Um. So I while I watch the suit has to be a green though. Oh, like <laughs> it's got to be a green suit so I can blend in with the background. I'll I'll be a floating head and a singular hand. My hat I have to have a green glove on, like Michael Jackson. Oh, really? Yes. Like just just one glove? Yeah, just one glove. So my one hand will be floating around, showing you what the weather looks like, <laughs> and then you're just gonna see my head just moving around. And like also like a green ball cap. <laughs> yes, it's just gonna <laughs> it's be. Face. It's just gonna be my face. Um, more specifically, <laughs> my bottom lip to my eyebrows. So oh, like yeah. all you get is like a little portion. He's showing me right now. I know you guys can't see, but he's like pointing it out on yeah. his face. I'm gonna be like, "Hello!" It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. Oh my gosh, where were we? I forgot. Um, oh, <laughs> so while I watch that, I usually peel potatoes, like about five bagfuls, for my dad's special handmade mashed potatoes, which you got that. to try. You got to try earlier. I would like to add in a comment on the record. They're probably some of the best mashed potatoes I've had uh, ever. They're really Aww. good. They are, like, fantastic. Thank you, you, Paige's dad. Oh, <laughs> Well, he didn't make that. I just kind of went off. And I will never be able to top my dad's mashed potatoes. They are the fan favorite of the entire family. So, Dad, if you're listening, I don't know if I failed you or not. So, I mean, they were pretty good. I will say they were awesome. You haven't had my dad's potatoes. Anyway. I, well, if they're better than, than yours, I might as well just, I don't even know. I, don't I might even as well just like, pay him money for them because they're really good. Listen, if you if you want to pay him money, like go right ahead. But like, um, so usually I peel those potatoes while I'm, <laughs> while I'm sitting in front of the TV watching the parade and I end up with like at least like 18 cuts on my hands doing so. Um, and then actually a second tradition that we do, uh, right before we eat, Mm -hmm. we stand in a circle and from youngest to oldest, we say something that we are thankful for that year. Very nice. Yeah. And someone ends up crying every single year. Maybe like at least one, at least one person cries. Don't even doubt it. Yeah. No, it's super emotional and it's super intimate. See, when you do it on Thanksgiving, it's emotional. When I do it in my closing meetings with my team, you're like, oh my God, Brian, (laughs) that's lame. It's corny. It's embarrassing. What are you thankful for? Right. And no, I do that. when. So when I close, right, when I'm the closing <laughs> lead, I get my team and we all stand in a, in a nice little motivational circle <laughs> and we go around the room and everyone has to say something that they're grateful for and no one can repeat each other. You can't have a million, <laughs> no, everyone's going to have something different and everyone hates it every time and I don't what? get it. And no one likes it. Everyone starts laughing and smiling, and they think it's stupid. And I'm like, this is nice. At least it's better than what I got. We this all just nice. leave. When <laughs> we're done, we just go, well, I got that. bye. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Oh, because I had a lead named Kelly. And, well, at the time when I was just, when I first started working at the company, um, she was a temp lead, and so she would make us all do that. And, like, no one liked it. And then she came back as, a, as a, like, a regular lead. She became part-time because she did a season. I was there for that. Yeah, when she became part-time lead. And so she continued to make us do that. And at the time, I was an on-the-job trainer, and I started to appreciate it. So then when I got trained, when I became a member of leadership, when I became a lead, and I started getting trained and all that, I was like, I'm going to start doing this. So I would do it. And then the team absolutely hated it. 
And I'm very upset that they didn't like it because I think it was a wonderful idea. You never did that for our team. Well, yeah, because that was like the old team. Where no one cared. (laughs) Right, when we all came back from COVID, that's when I started doing it a lot more. Because, you know, things were a little rough and we needed a little bit of positivity. Things would be a lot more stressful at work. Oh, trust me. It was it was a nightmare, a nightmare. Still kind of is, but just a little Something, bit. I mean, it's not even the company. A lot, oh, I feel like a lot of times it's really like the people we encounter. Yeah, it's it's the guests that make it difficult. If you know, you guys are theme park goers, like frequent. Like, I've definitely had goers. issues with guests and employees. But that's and not the point. employees. Um, but yeah, like I mean, yeah, the guests can be a little rowdy sometimes. I don't know. They definitely have a mind of their own, yeah. especially, you know, nowadays. So if you guys are a frequent theme park goers, the best thing that you can do for, like, anyone that's in hospitality, anyone that's in, like, anywhere at all, make sure that you do your best to abide by our rules. We don't want to tell you half the stuff that we want to tell you. Just seriously, take a second and just listen. There are ways to combat everything and just like you still don't have to be like super super like on top of it you have ways that you can relax and unwind but just we don't want to take out all of our energy being angry and upset with you and i'm sure every he can time agree. i have to tell a guest something and i know it's like probably gonna annoy them i really think about just not telling them like i 100 <laughs> will like look at them and i'll be like man i really don't want to and like i really don't want to say anything and i'll just i'll really consider just turning around and like i don't care i don't get paid enough and i'm like "Ah." we all don't get paid but then like if i don't say anything then they're gonna go somewhere i'm gonna get in trouble so i have to say to them and then they start yelling at me and i'm like oh my this is why i didn't want to say anything it's a game of tag like it's like everyone's like oh pass the problem like no 100 percent. i mean like yeah, it, it's always like that. I feel like anywhere you go, there's really like a game of tags with something. Whether it's like telling someone to put on a mask or... I mean, or our like, rules are implemented for a reason. Like, right. we wouldn't just tell you to right. wear a mask I mean, for no reason. And if we didn't have these rules, we couldn't even reopen, right? Oh, like, 100%. Um, yeah, I don't know, it sucks. Anyhow. Anyhow. I, I mean, hey, it is what it is. 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 Do you have any other Thanksgiving traditions that you no. personally do other than that? No, not really. Really? Mom watches the, my mom watches the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, I'll kind of sit in for like 10 minutes and then I'll start doing whatever else. I usually sleep in. Um, you are one lucky person. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you sleep in every day. <laughs> that is not true. If you're not working, you're asleep till like 1030 in the morning. Okay, that may be a little bit oh, true. Okay. But there are time. most of the time when I wake up at like 10.30, it's because I woke up at like 4 or 5 for no reason right, well, and then see, got up but I at could, 8. I could do that, right? Mm-hmm. But then I will also still wake up at 8 a.m. Like, and I'll be like, hmm, time to start the day. Well, and then would I you move consider yourself a morning person? Yes, 100%. Well, I like me, getting up early. People of my generation and time. We are in the same generation. No, we are not. You're older than me. <laughs> I know I'm older than you. By what? Six or eight months? Like, I think it's like eight. Yeah. I think so. Someone, anyways, still, <laughs> you're older than me, okay? We consider, are the same generation. I don't consider myself in your <laughs> I'm kidding. It's literally less than a year, guys. 
she's so pressed over whatever recently. whatever whatever but um i don't consider myself to be a are you stealing my water yes dude i don't want to get more thanks oh my goodness that was like some You're good ridiculous. asmr i could hear the water pouring over the mic and i was like ooh, that's What's nice that? Ooh, that's very nice. It's like some ASMR up here, guys. Ooh, speaking of... We are now an ASMR channel. No, I'm playing. playing. Wait, wait. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, Thanksgiving movies, like holiday movies. We're not just going to specifically talk about Thanksgiving. What are your favorite holiday films for the holiday season? Nightmare Before Christmas. That's your every single... Okay. I don't know. That's... It's... It's a good it's movie. It's a good movie. It's a really I good can't movie. compete. And it's, it's it's nice. You can watch it the entire like last quarter of the year. October. Literally, you have actually. November. Thanksgiving is just that weird in between. Like that's a They show the Thanksgiving door. Right, there's a Thanksgiving door in it. Christmas. Singular. Literally, you know what? That counts. Literally Santa Claus is in the movie, so Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's Christmas Day at the end of the movie. Like it's like Jack Skellington is delivering gifts to the children of the world, guys. Doing more than I will ever do. So. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> is uh, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, which we were just talking about earlier. But, honestly, I know that one of my other favorites that I've come to just kind of enjoy is, like, all the old cartoon movies, like uh, Frosty the, Sto- the Snowman, Fox. the animated one. Facts. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Good movie. I haven't watched, like, the claymation one. Everyone gets upset with me over that. I still need to... I'm sorry. I need to watch that. So Are you fun. shaming me right now? Yes. Um, it's a good movie. It's a classic. I know. What, I know the was, I know the names, okay? What was the name? What, the name? What was that one movie? We, I, we were talking about, like, a couple weeks ago. The Year, without, like, Cri- the year without Santa Claus? Or I mean, that's also a good movie. But we were talking about one, and I want to say it was, like, a horror movie, and we were like, is it a Christmas movie? Krampus? No, not Krampus. Krampus is a Christmas movie. It's Santa Claus. <laughs> is <laughs> it really? Yes. Um, but there's another one. Like, it's set around Christmas, but I feel like it's a horror movie. And we're like, is this a Christmas movie? I don't know. That's interesting. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Try know. and look it up. Yeah, I'm going to try. But anyways, keep going. Okay, other... Elf, you love Dude, Elf. Elf is so funny. There's, like, a scene where he, like, eats gum off, like, the like a bottom of a railing or something, and then he goes into a revolving door and keeps going until he throws up. <laughs> it's, like, the funniest thing. That is amazing. And I actually didn't... So, fun fact, I have not watched Home Alone or Elf until, I think, last year we watched it together. Yeah, no, and I didn't watch Home Alone until earlier this year. Completely not even holiday related time um but it was included in this one speech that i was listening to and so i was like you know what i should really watch home alone and i ended up watching it and actually really enjoyed it's it it's a good movie it is home alone's really good uh macaulay culkin fantastic actor at the time i mean he's still a good actor he hasn't done much since he did do a video i want to say a year or two ago with um the video game nerd popular youtube channel mm-hmm. really good stuff he's done a lot of things with a lot of youtubers lately. he has he has, he has been doing a lot of stuff with a lot of YouTubers. And honestly, I, I condone it. I mean, he's a really funny guy. Like No, he is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we uh, we just have, like, his uh, childhood persona just trapped in time. Because his movies became classic. Don't you think? Yes. Are you trying to look it up right now? Uh, I think. Hot take question. That's a question for a hot take. Okay, hot take. Have you seen Gremlins? Yes. Is it a Christmas movie? 
Because it takes place on Christmas mm. Eve. I would say so. If it happened on Christmas Eve. So what's your criteria for a Christmas movie? Then? What would you say? It has to involve Christmas in some way, shape, or form. It has to happen during holiday season time. That's including New Year's. Mm. And so at least Christmas. like just a little bit past Christmas. Like, like New Year's week. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got like you. a week after it. New Year's Day. I feel that. I got mm-hmm. you. I'm feeling the vibes. Um, I house. what is is there a tree involved in the movie? I actually don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in years. I think I did see Christmas lights. In it. Oh, I mean, the movie takes place on Christmas Eve, like I said, so probably. Maybe <laughs> there has to be lights or has to I'm be. I'm assuming tree. there's like an outdoor scene somewhere, so they probably do. Is there mention of Santa Claus? I don't know. I don't know. Considering I'm the size of a gremlin and I love Christmas, <laughs> I actually have not seen that movie in such a long time. I barely remember anything. Me about too. It. So, so we're just gonna, coming off of like nothing. We're just here. gonna zoom past that one then, just right past it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, are we missing any holiday films? They're great. I know that there were. Um, are there any holiday movies coming out this year? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, well, I do like Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Yes, the Santa Claus. Oh, that's really I good. completely forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a we both I think we have Netflix, we have Disney Plus, and we Ooh. also have Hulu, and I actually have Prime Video so, uh, and all those different you know platforms. So if you, it. yes, yes. Um, so I'm looking out for like all the Christmas films as they come in. I'm. Oh my gosh. Uh, all the Christmas films as they come in. I'm planning on watching every single one of them. And yeah, no, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be great. We just, I'm going to be on the couch so much. Just watching, facts. just binging. You know me. Yeah, this is facts. Probably. You know what I also considered a Christmas film? What? Harry Potter. The first Harry Potter movie has a Christmas scene. It has a treat, it has lights, it has a fire. Harry Potter. Is Satanism. Done deal. There's magic. Oh my gosh. Satan. <laughs> you know what? I've Satan. Actually, you know what? For the record, I've actually never fully seen a Harry Potter film. I've seen exactly. the first so like 20 minutes judge? of the first film. I have seen the Get last. I, no, actually, no, no. Get I've seen the, the Half Blood Prince. I've seen both parts all the way through. Okay, but like and you I haven't like even seen the first. The first is like the best. I've seen to the part where he starts talking to the snake, and I'm like, this is not That's it for me. not even... Okay. I'm like, whatever, man. That's not even five minutes in, babe. Is it actually? Oh, well. I, well, I've seen, like, other various clips and oh pieces of the movie. I've just never seen it all the way through in one sitting. And I don't know. That is very unfortunate. I've read the books. Okay, okay. So, that okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give you I've that read, one. I'll give I've you read, that one. I've read the books. I believe I haven't read... I have not read... Um, Half Blood Prince all the way through. I've seen the films. I haven't read them all the way through. I've read Half Blood Prince. I want to say like halfway through it, like through that like portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen the films, but I have not re- seen any of the other films all the way through. But I have read the books, so like I understand it. It's witchcraft. Um. <laughs> Maybe to you, but to some of us, it is the one thing that we want to, the one place we want to escape to, kind of. Just including some of the parts, but some it's words. one thing. Sure. That uh, one thing that we really just 
I want to just run away. I and will yes, say, I do have a wand from Harry Potter, from the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Universal Studios Orlando. I, Thank you. I will say some of the scenes in those films are stunning. Yes, they like, are. Like, they're very good. I'm not knocking... I've just never been too interested in it, but I'm not knocking, like, the way they made the films. Or it looks pretty good. Um, I love... I'm a big fan of, like, nature in film. So I love, like, especially, like, in Half-Blood Prince when they're, like, going through the forest. Like, the Forbidden Forest and stuff like that. Even in the first uh-huh. one. I really so do. do know. Right. I, I mean, I've seen those scenes, and they look really good. I am a big fan of how The Hobbit looks. Like, the Lord of the Rings films. I've never seen those films all the way through. I've, I've never definitely watched Lord of the Rings. Cool. The There's like a lot of. It's very like more like since it's a little more like fantasy. It's they have a lot more nature in whenever it. Whenever I whenever I hear like Lord of the Rings, I associate it and don't kill me for this. Nobody kill me for this yeah, with yes. Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, are they one and the same? Maybe. Well, the thing is, so I've never seen the films all the way through. Yeah, so I've never seen them all the way through. I have read The Hobbit, um, but when I tried watching the film. I just wasn't able to do it. I don't know. It's like a three and a half hour movie. Like, which I can't is, like, just sit the there line, and watch it. I wish it. I wish it. Which one um, is that from? Gollum. That, I'm, that's just like, I'm pretty sure it's from like the first Lord of the Rings. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, but a, the, that's scenes, the only thing. Or a, you shall not pass. Get off. Yeah. But like, definitely. See, the, at least you know the characters. I know nothing. The scenes though, like when they're like nature scenes are Stunning. They look really good. I mean, probably. It takes place outdoors more so than right. Harry Potter. And they have their own, like, map. Like, it's its own area. I mean, I think that's very interesting. Um, you know, there's a specific film that uh, was very stunning nature-wise that I think that would... Ooh, that is really... Yeah, this, so this is from The Hobbit. Gorgeous. Sorry, just Just for some context, I am showing her, like, different scenes from the film. Because um, it is gorgeous. Or from the films. Look at this one. Don't even start. I know exactly where we're going with this. I'm not talking about that movie. Okay, you well, know what's a good movie? you don't have to talk about it, but you know what's I a will. Good movie? What? You talk about yours, and I'll talk about mine. Fine, 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 fine. Go. Fine. So, the movie Midsummer. Now, for reference, when we went on our second date, that was the movie that we decided to watch. And boy, did it get awkward. But, um, the... Aside from everything that happens in that movie, because uh, some of it gets like it very, very um, weird. What are, weird, very weird. Um, the scenery and the shots that they took. The cinematography is very good. It is. I will give it incredible. Up. You know, you know. You know and that's I all really I'm gonna like. say about that because he does not want to get you, into. You know, that. you know what's one movie that taught me a really good lesson? Uh huh. Which one? Make sure nobody's sticking their head out the window when I swear to avoid a deer. You know what movie I'm talking about. Do you not? I I I know the or, line. Remember the remember the meme earlier I was showing the TikTok? You could not watch this movie all the way through. I mean neither could I, I didn't finish it. I Hereditary. Oh my gosh. You couldn't do it either. So no, I we're didn't. both Well actually none of the people who were watching it watched it all the way through. No? No, two of them did. Oh uh, two of them did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of them dropped out. So three of us dropped out of it. Oh my gosh. That yeah. hereditary was another level. Yeah, that was. Like, you know what was a good I'm movie, though? I'm good at watching, like, things that are gross. Like, I don't even flinch, like, with most stuff that I watch. That movie, for whatever reason, it just... I It made me nauseous after a certain part. I'm not going to uh, do any spoilers. You know what was a good movie, though? Mm-hmm. Parasite. Parasite. I rewatched that. I actually spent going out of my way to rent the movie on, I think, uh, Prime Video just to rewatch it. It's a good movie. Oh my gosh, I so missed it. I'm going to try and like get my parents to watch it with me or um, you know, someone. But 
when we watched it. I think didn't we watch it in theaters? We did. We saw it in the theaters. We saw it at right the when it was coming out at the AMC. Disney the AMC Springs. Disney Springs. That this was honestly. I remember like when we like got done watching the the film and the lights went up. We were both like, "Whoa!" It was a good movie. The I didn't Joker know what to expect. Really it was my first foreign film, like really with subtitles. It was really good. It was really good. I really liked it. Oh, a hundred percent. And didn't it win like a whole bunch of of uh, awards? I think so. I'm pretty sure it won something. I think it won like a like a Oscar. Pretty sure. It deserved it. Yeah, it really did. Oh, um, how did we get here? I don't remember. Um, we went from like Thanksgiving to the Macy's Day Parade to theme parks to, to movies. Because someone decided to, uh, someone decided to talk about Hereditary. And that was like maybe a minute ago. This was 36 minutes ago. We were like, Listen, well, I'm Thanksgiving. I'm holding on to that. Don't, don't. Literally a half hour ago. Look at the timer. We were like, oh my God, Thanksgiving's <laughs> going to be so different. Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? And now we're like, we my sister's so head is gone. Like. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that basically where we're at. Like we were just talking about that one. And that Parasite. Part, that part made me Parasite's like pretty violent. Nauseous. Okay. Parasite though. Honestly. I didn't mind at all. Well, I mean, I feel like it's more of a thriller than right. a horror movie. Right. I'm just saying, Parasite can be pretty violent. I mean, like at the very end, like everyone's getting like stabbed and stuff. Yeah, but I like that. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> I don't know. How do you How do you recover from that? Um. But no. Um. Didn't that come out this year? What? Parasite. Or did it come? No, it was 2019. Pretty sure. Pretty sure it was 2019. Any good movies that came out this year? Honestly, it's been a minute. It's been a big, big hot minute. Facts, it has been a minute. <sighs> yeah. I mean, so far so good with um, developments for this year. It's going to... Things are getting better. Things are going to get better. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, well, yeah, so we're getting close to that time. So, what's new this week? What are you doing? What do you plan on doing this week? Anything Tomorrow, new, different? Cool? I'm planning on eating until... Probably I feel like throwing up. Mm. But, um, you know, I'm just... I'm planning on just making it through the week, mm. honestly. Feel that. It seems like feel that's that. how it normally is. Yeah. At least specifically during the holidays with our with our job of choice, with our occupation. Right. Working in hospitality this week is going to be really rough. Um, anyone who's listened to this working hospitality shout out, it's going to be really tough this week. We got or well, I guess it was really tough because by the time they hear this, it's going to be Thanksgiving would have already passed. But I guess this yeah, but we're jumping right season, into Christmas. Right, we are doing Christmas, so it will be kind of rough. But shout out. Um, we'll any, get them. We'll get them all. Any we're... movies you want to watch this week? Any books you want to read? Anything like that? Ooh. Anything cultural? I know that you're more into like have like better titles than I do with books. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I, I'm, you already know, I'm going to watch all the holiday films for this, for this upcoming season. It's going to be that, um, I'm going to be rewatching Shameless, mm. um, not for the faintest of ears or heart, uh, for anyone who's ever interested in, you know, listening or watching that show, it's on Netflix if you're interested, but, um, I'm not going to get too, too into that because it's, it's kind of crazy and it's hard to not spoil anything. Um, but are there any interesting books that you'd like to share? Yeah, I'm really into... Well, I'm currently reading through um, The Ride of a Lifetime by Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to read A Promise Line by Barack Obama, former president. Yes. Uh, so that one looked really good. I saw some of the images that are in the book, and they look stunning. Like, 
some photos from when he became president, going through his first term with his family and stuff. Um, definitely want to get into that, but The Right of a Lifetime by Bob Iger is phenomenal. It really shows you kind of the inside of what his experience was as the CEO of um, Walt Disney. Right? Oh, the Walt 100%. Disney Company. Uh, you read some, uh, some of it to me. Yeah. And I'm everything. actually just blown away. Yeah, everything, everything from how he started at ABC, working mm-hmm. sports, going up and working into Disney once Disney acquired ABC, and working under Mike Eisner, one of the most famous um, Disney CEOs. Right, He revitalized the parks, but um, he kind of let animation slide a little bit. And Oh, yeah. I mean, it happens, right? Like, you can't put all your resources everywhere. But definitely very interesting to see kind of his point of view and how he navigated such difficult situations. Bringing in Pixar under, um, you know, under such difficult circumstances with Steve Jobs, who previously was closed off to all negotiations with Disney. Um, getting Marvel, getting Star Wars, ESPN. Oh, yeah. Um, bringing all that into the parks, into the world of Disney. Right now that there's Galaxy's Edge, there's Cars Land in California, which is Pixar. It's such a huge accomplishment. Right. He did everything. He, he did a lot for Disney's animation. And uh, in my opinion, especially now with Marvel and all the, mm-hmm. the Avengers films that have been out, um, I feel like Disney really is, once again, leading um, animation as a whole in film. I, oh, I feel like it's yeah. really interesting. With their new developments, I think it's very interesting to see... How the development has changed over the years. You can visually see it. Right. And I mean, huge shout out to Pixar. They definitely brought all that back. If it wasn't oh, for them, yeah. who knows where Disney Animation would be today. Um, oh my goodness. Because remember, like, their biggest film... I mean, they did Lion King. Yes. But, like, since Lion King, there really wasn't a big one. They didn't I mean, have... one of their first ones was uh, A Bug's Life. And that was Pixar. That was one of Pixar's yep, very Disney. first collaborations with Disney. Right, because they signed a deal, a uh, five-film deal with them, if I'm not mistaken. They did pick, they did Bugs Life, they did Toy Story. Um, and then eventually when they took over, when Disney was partnered officially, like Disney acquired Pixar, but they, it was Disney Pixar. Uh, right, we got Cars and the new Toy Stories and all these other films that are coming out, which are phenomenal. Um, you know, we have Incredibles. So I feel like, I mean, I feel like Pixar really brought Walt Disney Animation back to life. They really needed that. Uh, but, it brought them out of the dark ages. Right. Uh, but Bob Iger definitely did a lot for the company that needed to get done. He was definitely a new, fresh, fresh set of eyes. And um, I know Bob Chappelle has been in the position not too long, long enough. He was the head of Orlando Parks. Definitely super interested to see what he does as the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. We shall see. He has, a, he has a big shoes to fill. He does. Coming in behind Bob Iger and Michael Eisner. Michael yes. Eisner literally rode Splash Mountain with Betty White. I feel like that's pretty hard to top. That's that's a very, <laughs> that's a very high standard. Um, getting on uh, that ride with Betty White is like legendary. Oh, for sure. Um, are you kidding me? I would have loved one of to... one of uh, the supervisors I used to work with. He was two rows behind them when they filmed that filmed that shot. Or he was like right, I think, out of shot. He was on that's the same crazy. vehicle. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, pretty hard shoes to fill. You know, Bob. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike Eisner. Kind of revitalizing the parks, bringing everything back, keeping that Disney spirit alive. And then Bob Iger really revitalizing Walt Disney Animation, um, bringing the parks to a new level. I mean, and Disney's film industry, right? We have National, now we have National Geographic, we have uh, ESPN, we have Marvel, we have Star Wars, we have all these different IPs. And um, and under Bob Iger, that's when they started working on Disney+. Plus. I know, which is an incredible feat. Years so. ago. And then in 2016, when they did Hamilton, right? Yeah. And um, now with Bob Chappelle, yeah, you're right. He does have big shoes to fill. 
um, as the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. I do have full faith, though, um, full utmost confidence at this moment. I haven't heard anything bad, so I think I think he can do it, right? Oh, 100%. So for this book in particular, yes. who would you recommend to read this? Like, who... Like, what kind of okay. a target audience? Um, where can they find this book? Or do you know? Yeah, I mean, it's widely available. I got it on Amazon, uh, which is, like, where you can find any, anything nowadays. Um, anyone who's, like, wanting to improve their leadership skills, because he really does talk about the qualities of a good leader, what he thinks makes a good leader. Anyone who's interested in how theme parks operate from a higher level or how different companies, you know, multimedia companies operate from a higher level or want to learn or more business about... business standpoint. Right. Or, or, yeah, a business standpoint, or, like, people who are just interested in learning what it was like to be the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. If you like memoirs, it is not a memoir, but it very much reads like one. It's kind of like a biography, but only from that point in his life. Like, that, everything that immediately led to him becoming the CEO of the Walt Disney Company, and then him being that person. Being the head of uh, one of the biggest companies in the world. And it's a story for the books, for the for definitely the like one of my favorite reads, and I'm definitely gonna be eating through that for our next episode. I'm probably gonna have finished it already, so I'll definitely give an update on it. Oh, um, and then I'll yeah I'll start doing a Promised Land, and I'll get on that one. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. I've heard it's really good. So really yeah. okay, well, um, are you still doing the uh, history podcast, or are you putting a pause on that one? Ooh, that I'm not too sure yet. That will be coming out at some point. I just don't know when. Uh, but yeah, just a little teaser for that a little, one. A little, a little shameless flex. I like that. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I will be doing a history podcast at some point, talking about some of the darker sides of history. I just haven't figured out a name or an intro yet. I feel like those really do go hand in hand. But uh, when I get there, I will definitely have that updated for a future episode. Maybe give a little, a little preview. You feel me? A little, a little, mm-hmm. a little preview. I know something, something. You know. <laughs> so we are getting to about. Bring this down to a wrap. Bring this down to a wrap. So, unfortunately, we do not have a Twitter setup or a business email for yeah, you guys. Yeah, we don't guys. have anything set up on social media yet. That's so, keep a listen for uh, the next episode. I, I guess, don't know when. I guess that just means you're going to have to come back next time. Exactly. For the new episode of, uh, well, you know. Well, uh, yeah, you're just going to have to come back. I mean, definitely. Definitely. Get that, and, uh, get that engagement in because we need it. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And we'll also plug if there if it's available his uh, history facts. podcast. Big facts. Um, anyways, so this is Paige. This is Brian. And have a good Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Take it easy, guys. Peace.